What's going on, family? What's going on? What's going down? What's shaking? Welcome to Jonathan Souls Podcast. This is Jonathan Souls speaking with you now. I got the honor and privilege of being part of a rocket launch. I'm talking to the pilot, the astronaut, the visionary, Danny J. Quick. The man, the myth, the legend who's brought us Ace Blade. That uh, I guess you could call him your friendly community ninja. Not so friendly. Kicking ass, not taking names. We have the uh, the PDFs that are available on places like, uh, you know, peepgamecomics.com. But all of us, all of us like paper. I got a stack of books next to me right now. And uh, Danny is going to bless us with a 100-page masterpiece. Mr. Quick. So, uh, you know, you reached out to me, man, which I which I'm honored and appreciated. And you told me about this Kickstarter that's popping off May 5th. Uh, can you tell us about it? Yeah, absolutely. It's um, the Kickstarter on May 5th is for the complete Ace, Ace Blade origin. Mm-hmm. It's um, going to be four comics. It's a, it's a collection. You know, it's going to be a label, a graphic novel on Kickstarter. Okay. But, um, you know, it's, it's going to have four comics in it. It's going to have some other short um, mini comics that we've done, you know, to kind of flesh out Ace Blade's, you know, personality and things and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we're calling it the the 100-page Ultimate Edition. And, uh, you know, I'm happy because it's taken us, you know, I didn't I didn't know anything about comics when I started, you know, 10 years ago. And now, you know, to this point, it's, it's, it's really an accomplishment for me. So I'm really happy to just be finishing this, uh, this arc out. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. So... I have, uh, I, I think I got Ace Blade back before it was available on uh, PeepGameComics.com. What other places are the the books, the the, the uh, PDFs available? Uh, you know, what where other sites are they available at now besides Peep Game Comics? Right now, you can only get them. You can get them on Peep Game, of course. You can get them on um, Indie Planet. You okay. can get Ace Blade number one and two there. But we try to send everybody to our website, Fourth Wall Pros. You know, the Fourth Wall Pros website is where you can get all of our content. Okay. Um, and that's the know, number four, thwallpros.com. Okay. All right. That's, that's right. And uh, so, but of course, everybody wants that collector's item. Um, I often tell this story. Uh, my One of my best friends in high school, um, he asked me, hey, Jonathan, did you get the, and this is going to show my age. Hey, Jonathan, did you get uh, the Action Comics number or whatever, or Superman, whatever? I said, no, nah, why? He said, because they killed Superman. I was like, you lying. You li-, you know what I mean? So next thing I know, man, about a week later in the mail, I pull out the book and I see this 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 cover with Superman's raggedy thing on a, you know, like a flag or something. I was like, they killed, they killed soups. And and so it was like a moment. And and I tell this this story often. When I got the hundred page book uh from uh, a brother man. You know, like their kind of ultimate yeah. origin. You know, I, I, it, if it was, it was like that, but heavier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like I'm gonna have that feeling with this hundred-page book. Um, just give us a little bit about the character. Uh, tell us why we should care about this Ace Blade uh, property. Uh, yeah, I, uh, man, that's high praise right there, um, brother um, Davud. He's a, he's a man, and uh, Keith and Jones also. I, I remember meeting him. You know, a couple of uh, actually two months ago, he he walked by my my table at um, a convention in Raleigh, North Carolina, 
and he, you know, stopped for a second. He was like, Ace Blade. And I was like, oh, my, how, how did you, like, how do you know who Ace Blade is? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> how do you know who Ace Blade is? <laughs> so um, that was that was dope for me, you know. Um, but Ace Blade is, um, he's he's a vigilante. Um, Ace Blade is just a man who's trying to, to use his, um, his tools to help the people around him. He cares about his city, Vegas City, and he um, he hates greed. So, you know, in the world right now, there's a lot of greed. There's a lot of people who will do anything for money. And, you know, that affects everybody's lives, you know, on a personal level. If, if, you're, um, if your mailman, you know, wants to make an extra dollar by stealing your mail, or if your, you know, your garbage man wants to, you know, sell sell your trash for you know whatever mm-hmm. that kind of stuff right there can affect everybody's lives. So yeah, greed is one of the things that that everybody can relate with, and Ace Blade kind of fights with fights against it in a different way. You know, he's a he was a, a mixed martial arts champion, mm-hmm. and uh, he was he was done wrong in that first book. So you know, he decided to go on a, a mission of revenge, and he has to to decide if he's going to to let. Um, to, to, to stick stick to his morals or to become one of the things that he hates. So now I um, remember in the first book, you know, if, if, now correct me if I'm wrong. Like, didn't this coach like tell him to throw the fight or something like that? Right, right, right. He was a he was a you know he was going to the championship fight and manager. He found out that his manager was fixing his fights before that. So mm-hmm. um, the 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 guy Terrell Durham, uh, who was the the secret identity of Ace Blade, Terrell Durham. He uh, he didn't take that too well because he's a very prideful man, and the uh, the one thing that he thought that he did have control over, he didn't have control over. So, um, you know, it it made him go into a a dark place. And now this this fourth book and the final part of the the book that we're the story we're trying to tell, you know, is him getting to the point of having to confront that head on. Now, is there a radioactive spider? Is there a uh, you know uh, a magic lantern? Is there uh, you know any kind of uh, mutant powers involved with this uh, Ace Blade character? No, no, no. Uh, I, I always tell people Ace does, Blade does doesn't he ha- have, does any he have a healing power. factor. Danny, does he, ha- he does have, have a healing X factor? Gene. <laughs> there's no X gene. There's no nothing like that. He's just a straight up dude. He's a he's a he's an elite fighter. He's trained his whole life. Um, to become this um, this elite fighter, but you know that in his you know mastery of martial arts is the only the only superpower that he has. You know he he can get beat up, he can get shot, all of that stuff. Um, I do tell people that he can double jump. I don't know if you play video games, but you know how in video games like Ninja Gaiden you can jump and then and then jump again in mid air. Oh wow! That's one of the <laughs> that's one that's his only only superpower. It's the ability to double jump. So, that's, but it, that's it, you cool. know, it's, it's, that's, that's cool. But, um, that's, now, that's about it. now yeah. the, describe the the city because you know one of the reasons why I personally wanted to go to Wakanda uh, to uh, the Black Panther movie is to see the city, see Wakanda. I always say mm-hmm. that Gotham, you know, is just as much a character as Bruce Wayne or, or Batman. Can you describe the city, the environment? Um, that uh, Ace Blade operates in. Right. Um, that's a, another another cool thing about Ace Blade. There's not a lot of heroes that are in you know places like Las Vegas. In in our books, it's, it's called Vegas City, but it's a it's a big gambling town. It's full of people who are looking to to come in and and, and strike it rich quick. It's it's full of people who are desperate 
you know, to make a dollar. So it's the, the prime place for him to fight against that greed and to and to show people that there's a better way than to, you know, than just chasing the money all the time because chasing money can lead to um, certain things as we've seen in real life that uh, that are detrimental to, to humanity. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah. Now, um, I would say that um, this adage is true. A hero is only as good as good as his villain. Um, do you have a rogues gallery and who would be some of the villains that Ace Blade uh, would fight? You're asking, this is why I like you, though, brother. So you always <laughs> ask the right question. <laughs> you always asking the right question. So the rogues gallery, I, I actually work really hard on Ace Blade's villains. They all have, you know, separate things that, um, you know, that pull on Ace Blade in different ways. One of my favorite um, um, cartoons growing up was the Batman animated series. Yep. And um, one of my favorite things was that um, Batman handled, you know, Catwoman one way, but Bruce Wayne, he, you know, dealt with Selena Kyle a totally different way. Uh-huh. So they were both trying to be helpful to the city, but, um, you know, they both had different ways of going about it. So Ace is kind of similar to that. Um, his his main villain is, is a guy called Gutshot, who's a business owner who will do anything to make a dollar. He will sell your, you know, sell your organs. He will fix fights. He will, you know, pollute oceans. He'll do whatever he can to make some money. And, um, you know, that leads to, that does lead to some radioactive, you know, uh, super villains down the line and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, which are, who, who become some of the other people that Ace Play has to face. Like, um, we have a, a young lady, a Latino, uh, super villain named Roulette and, the the word rue is a cold is a, like a cold uh mist on the ground okay and her powers are and her powers are you know ice powers and stuff like that and blackjack a, a lot of his a lot of his villains have you know casino theme names and stuff like that so okay okay yeah he has a he has a pretty a pretty extensive rogue gal- rogues gallery but you know it it can only get bigger now see this is something that's exciting because you know batman has He's one of the, I would say he's one of the few superheroes whose rogues gallery, they have super powered villains. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so that's greater odds. And so it sounds like Ace Blade has a rogues gallery with some super powered or at least augmented villains. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. There's a. So like that's even harder to write, right? That's even harder to write those right. stories. Right, especially when you know Ace Blade doesn't have any two powers of his own. Right. He has to to get very resourceful. You know, pay attention, and you know, I I don't do martial arts myself, but a lot of my friends do, and they're very you know uh, very detailed and and into it very deeply. So they always tell me how you know martial artists have to use their strengths against you know their opponents. They have to use their opponents' weaknesses as a weapon against them, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So. Um, all of that is in, in Ace Blade's story. Now, you mentioned Greed, and, you know, he's on this kind of war path to right some wrongs and to, and, to, and to fix some corruption. Do you have any kind of political themes or any social commentary uh, besides the, 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 the greed thing that you mentioned? Um, there are some. I, don't, I haven't um, delved too deeply into um, into some of the things that I want to write yet. I do have a, you know, a partner 
who, who writes for Fourth Wall Productions. Um, he writes the story Lumberjacks, and he gets into some very touchy subjects very quickly in his comments. But um, Ace Blade, Ace Blade tries to to focus on on one thing. He's kind of a um, he's one of those heroes that is kind of to himself, so he tries to stay focused on you know the mission in front of him. But there later on, I don't know if you know, I read a, a novel. I, I wrote a novel for Ace Blade. You know, no. that was one of the first things that we put out. I didn't know and, that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes. And um, in the later chapters, he does get into some, you know, um, some political mischief and um, mis- misappropriation of, of funds and stuff like that and, okay. and dealing with politicians and stuff like that. So, yeah, he he does get into that, but, you know, he tries to stick to everything, tries to come back to, to greed for him. So Now, in terms of, like, the maturity level of the content, um, are we talking, you know, like rated G, rated PG, rated R? Is it a mix? What is it? Ace Blade is mostly, mostly, I'd say PG thirteen. I, I like for um, young adults and adults to, um, to read it. Um, you know, young kids don't really care about greed; they just want to get candy and, <laughs> and look at colors. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but the things are, you know, um, young adults, adult. Um, there's not a lot of, there's no cussing. You know, in our books, there's not a lot of uh, of blood and, and killing, no, no, um, you know, sex or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Lumberjacks book and the and the, there are other books that that will get into that area. But you know, we'll have those those um, guidance that guidance on the book for people when they want to buy them. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, um, uh, I noticed that in the first, I think it was the first issue, and maybe the second, I noticed a transition in terms of the art style. Um, how are you approaching illustration uh, in this hundred-page uh, uh, graphic novel that we're talking about? The um, the art style actually changed right after the second book was over. So the the reason that we chose to do that was because there was a tonal shift. There was a uh, the first and second book, you know, was just what what happened. It was the the um, uh, it was the the inciting incident. What they what they say in writing, you know, telling what happened. Mm-hmm. In the third issue, you know, Terrell really becomes focused on uh, on on just revenge. He wants to kill this guy who did him wrong. Okay. So, you know, the the artist that we chose to go with his his lines are a little more aggressive and dynamic. So, okay, we thought that it would um, reflect the the tone in the book a little bit better. And also, you know, um, going digital is a little bit cheaper than doing traditional um, paper and, and ink. So that's that worked out for us too. Gotcha. Now, uh, this final book, when it's all said and done, it, did you say it was going to be a digital book or, or a paper book? I was going to be a paperback. We, we're, we'll sell it digitally on our on our website, but we'll have you know the graphic novels for for purchase and um, on the Kickstarter. You'll be able to get the Kickstarter is actually for the fourth of the series and then the collection. So you'll be able to get that fourth book by itself, and then you'll also be able to get the the full graphic novel. So okay, good. Well, let's talk about it. Tell me some of the perks. Do you have tiers yet? I mean, is there a one a, a level, B level? You know, big yeah. big tamale level. Like, tell me. We uh, for our for our last Kickstarters, we we did a lot of you know, t-shirts and merchandise and you know all this stuff, all this crazy stuff that we wanted to give away. But this one, we're kind of slimming it down. We're going to go back to the basics. We're going to do. Um, the books at a lower level, the the um, just the eighth blade number four, you can buy by itself. You can get a package. You can get a, a digital package at the twenty five dollar level 
with all of the Ace Play books and then a couple of um, an audio, a uh, half of an audio book that we recorded. Whoa, whoa, and, um, whoa, 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 whoa. Audio book? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> we did a, uh, we did the first five chapters of the, of the novel and an audio book for, you know, for, uh, for people to check out and see if they like the story. So that was one of the, one of the things that we include in our, in our Kickstarter. That is our Kickstarter awesome. Wow. Yeah. I'm actually working on uh, recording my audio book for, for my novel. So tell me about that process. Oh man. That's another thing. I See, <laughs> it's strange because I, as the, as the CEO of the company, I always am looking to do new stuff. I always want to look out and find out, you know, where people are, you know, I want to go to where people are with the story. So, right. you know, we, we got the comics, but I also want to do short film. We did comedy skits with it and stuff like that. And, you know, I, the, the, the kids these days, they're not, you know, reading books. I mean, everybody doesn't have the opportunity to sit down and read a book. So we wanted to give the opportunity for people to get the story if they wanted to listen to it in their car or mm-hmm. whatever. So since we had the equipment, you know, here at the house, I was like, you know what, let's record the audio book and see, you know, if we get, if, if people like it. It didn't cost us much money to do. And then, you know, we could go on a website and, you know, it's, it's, it's been beneficial to us. So, Fantastic, fantastic. Wow. So this is what we got. We have a uh, ninja uh, who has um, a vendetta against some very powerful people in Vegas City. Um, there's been some corruption. There's been some violence, um, but it's a PG-13 book. It's going to be a uh, hundred pages when it's all said and done. Uh, you're going to have a, a new uh, illustrator. There's going to be some new story arcs beyond the ones that we're familiar with in issues one and two. And um, describe the uh, illustrator's style. Somebody that maybe is drawn now, that, or do you have a name yet, or any details on that? Yeah. Um, Wally McNair, the same guy, who, the same artist. He's a, he's a, I call him the local legend. He's from um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. He is a, an amazing artist. He, his style is just so, it's, it's kind of urban. You know, if you can picture urban in your mind, you know, with, with um, the heavy lines, the, the graffiti, but he also has the, the ability to put, you know, so much, so much action on the page and, and visually tell a story without having to use too many words. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's just he's just an amazing artist. I, I met him in 2012, I believe it was, at that at that same convention um, in in Charlotte, North Carolina. So ever since then, I'm all, I've wanted to work with him, and this is actually the third book that we've done with him. So um, I hopefully hopefully we can work keep working together in the future. Now, is he the illustrator that did that uh, cover for? Uh, was it Ace Blade number three when he's punch, He's doing like a gut punch to that big Hulk looking right. guy. Right. We did the uh, we did a, an homage to um, Spider Man versus the Hulk comic that Todd McFarlane did. Todd McFarlane is one of his favorite artists, so we did an homage cover to that because um, you know the the big Hulk guy that's that's gut shot, so he'll be facing off against him in the final book. So yes. He, now, he is the one who did that. Now, I'm a, I, I advocate literacy on this program in the sense that, just like you said before, a lot of times, you know, kids today, you know, they're not reading as much, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think an easy way to get children to read, particularly our kids, African-American, African kids, is to put a, a black superhero comic book in their hand. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, but then again, 
you know, there are people like me who like to collect comics. I mean, I still got my brother man number ones from the 90s in the plastic. I still got them. You know what I mean? Kind of a thing. And um, so uh, who's your audience? Is it, you know, the, the dads who are buying it for the kids? Is it the kids, the teenagers? Who, who's your audience? Yeah, I think our our, our audience is more um, the, the parents who are buying comics for their kids. There's a lot of, you know, a lot of nostalgia for comics these days. Ace Blade is really an homage to, to all the golden silver age comics that we love growing up. Okay. So that's who our target audience is. You know, the parents can enjoy them, but then they can also, you know, hand them down to their kids because they're not too too graphic. Um, so I always say our, our audience is, is the parents, really. And they, they can understand the the uh, things in our comments more than their kids, but, you know, it might be something that they want to hand down to their children in the future. So that's why we do a lot of um, the CGC, like we package our comments so that, you know, you can collect them and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, that's not as, as big anymore than as big as it used to be. But, you know, it's something that we care about. So that's why we do it. Yeah. I mean, I really appreciate it when I buy comics from, say, uh, kid-comics.com. Um, they send it in the, in the in the plastic and it's autographed. I, I, mm-hmm. I, almost every month I buy Purge, which is uh, Roosevelt Pitt. He's over at Kid-Comics. And I, you know, I give them away yeah. on the train to, to parents. I don't give them directly to the kids because, you know, nowadays, you know. But I give them to the parents. Oh, yeah. I send it down to my cousins down in North Carolina. <laughs> you know what I mean? I send it down there. <laughs> uh, as a matter of fact, I just sent my auntie. I actually sent it to her. I gave it to her in her hand. Um, Maddie's Rocket, which is uh, Tim uh, Fielder's book with the kind of like an homage to uh, Bessie Coleman or Bess Coleman or whatever, the female pilot. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, man, so they, they get the books. They love them. So um, this is what we got. We have a vigilante um, who has a tremendous rogues gallery. We have um, uh, this 100-page graphic novel that's coming. And you're not asking for a lot of bread, man. What are you asking for? Um, I'm only asking for $1,600 to finish everything. It's um, We've already put a lot of our own money into this. This mm-hmm. is our... You know, like I said, the first three books are already finished. So um, we, you know how I do. I don't, I don't uh, do Kickstarters for, I don't want to break anybody's pockets. I just want to get the material out. I want to get it created. And I want to get it to people mm-hmm. um, the best way possible. So we only ask for $1,600 and, um, you know, that'll cover the cost to pay the artist. And then we're going to, you know, we will pay for the shipping and distribution and stuff like that. So. Now, I do got to ask this question, brother, and you might know what I'm asking because I, I mentioned this in the Karen Horn uh, thing. Uh, I have mm-hmm. this book here. Uh, let me see. Where's this book? Where's this fucking book? Oh, it's under my computer. <laughs> I, got, I, I, I was part of this Kickstarter for this comic. It had all this mad mm-hmm. fanfare and everything. And then it took two years to give us the book. Now, Mr. Quick, I yeah. know you're not going to do us like that, man. I know. You, now, I'm not asking you to make any promises, you know what I mean? Because, you know, this is, a, this is a you know fluid process or whatever. But, like, how much of the book is complete? You know what I mean? Like, how far in, into the process are we right now? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I said. I, it took me a very, it took me almost a year to do our first Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. But ever since then, we've been cutting the time down a lot. So this last one that we did, we... 
Um, we completed the Kickstarter at the beginning of December, mm-hmm. and we were shipping books by uh, by February. By the end of February, we were shipping books out. Whoa, 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 so, whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait a minute! Wait, wait a minute! You finished the Kickstarter in December, and they got the books in February. Yep, man, the that's, first, that's the better than Marvel. That's books. better than Marvel, ain't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it's just uh actually I have been um following a, another young creator, Sean Mack and his um his team and they I've just learned a lot from them and, and I think it's best in Kickstarters if the book is almost complete. Yeah. So this our book is, is, is like I said, it's almost eighty percent complete. We only got twenty pages left. And wow. by November I think everybody will have their their books by November and we can, you know, premiere the book at um at NC Comic Con in, in, in Durham. That's so, beautiful. That's beautiful. So uh, just give us the contact information. Let us know when the uh, the Kickstarter uh, link is going to be up. Give us all the relevant details. Absolutely. Um, so May 5th, like I said, um, you know, the Kickstarter goes live that morning. That's free comic book day. And as a matter of fact, I'm, I want to give a free comic book to all of your listeners. So if you go to our website, um, www.fourthwallpros, that's four thwallpros.com and go to um, our store and down and um, put Ace Blade number one in your cart. You can use the promotion code SOUL in all caps, SOUL, and uh, you'll get that comic book for free. So, my man, you know. <laughs> my man, that's beautiful. So, we go to fourthwallpros.com, we go to the store, we get uh, Ace Blade number one, put in the cart and put the promo code S-O-U-L, right? All caps, and then we got the book for free. There you go. You got the book for free. You can check it out, and then you can see if you like it, you know, you can, um, if you want to finish the story, on May 5th, you'll be able to place the whole story, and if you don't, you know, pass it on to somebody else. They might enjoy it, so. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, where can we uh, get the, like, when is your Kickstarter link going to be up? Is it up now? When is that happening? The Kickstarter goes live on May 5th, oh, and the link will be it will be www.aceblademic.com. Gotcha. So everybody can use that that link, and it'll go straight to the Kickstarter, aceblademic.com. Wow. Now that's that's a that's maybe a week or so away. People, you know, uh, you know, may want to follow you on social media, reach out to you, that kind of thing. Um, how can we uh, get in oh. contact with you with, on social media? Absolutely. I've been, I've um, followed um, Karima's advice again and uh, got onto Twitter and um, you can, you can find me at the Ace Blade on Twitter, Twitter and um, Instagram also. And uh, of course at our website, fourthwallpros.com, there's a contact form there if you want to ask questions anytime. Fantastic. And this is kind of like a bonus question. Let's say I'm a new creator and I just want some Mm -hmm. advice you know, I want to learn from maybe some, uh, you know, the bumps and bruises that you've taken uh, in this whole uh, journey. Uh, can somebody reach out to you on that basis? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We're always, um, I'm not, you know, as experienced as, as, you know, maybe a Sanford Green or, you know, somebody like that. I'm not Tallahassee Colts or anything, but. Uh, Tallahassee <laughs> Colts never wrote comics before, uh, you know. I know, <laughs> I, I know you got you got you got that joke, but uh, <laughs> but um, absolutely, absolutely, okay. the stuff that I've learned over the years, I, I like to I like to give it right back to people, Beautiful. and uh, I'll answer any questions to the best of my ability. Absolutely, 
Fantastic, fantastic. Mr. Danny J. Quick, it's been an honor to have you on the program. Thank you for having me again, sir. I really do appreciate it.